0: Welcome to the Midlife Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Michelle, a certified life and relationship coach, and I am so excited that you are here. The Midlife Chaos is for all of us facing midlife and wondering, how the heck did I get here? And where the flip am I going? Here we will talk about all the things that chaos brings. No topic is off the table, so join me on this adventure as we navigate the Midlife Chaos. Today we are talking all about witches and what it means to be a wild woman. Bridget Bishop was the first victim to be hanged in the Salem Witch Trials of June 10, 1692. According to WikiTree, Bridget was a colorful and controversial character in Puritan Salem. She was known for wearing a bright red bodice embroidered with multicolored patterns. Typical fashion of the day was dark, bland colors and certainly no multicolored patterns. It was showy for a Puritan culture and caused her to stand out and be associated with anti-Puritan behavior. Bridget had a bit of history with loud fighting with her second husband and had even been accused of bewitching him to death, which she later was acquitted of. She was known for entertaining people at unseasonable hours of the night and promoted disorder by playing games. According to Ghost City Tours, yes, you can go to Salem and take a tour and learn all about Bridget Bishop, but it said that Bridget rejected women's roles. Bridget's story is more tragic than magic. She was punished for her strength and self-reliance. A common question that was asked throughout her trial was, how can you know you are no witch and yet not know what a witch is? Although we now recognize Bridget Bishop as a self assertive woman, she had been unjustly struck by 17th century Salem. We know that Bridget Bishop was a hero, a staunch character, true to herself. Yet, Bridget was, too, a tenacious and thrice married matron, or for Salem Village, an easy target for a witchcraft conviction. She had likewise been a victim of domestic abuse, debt, and social discord. Bridget was different, therefore, she was feared. She also happens to be my ninth great-grandmother on my dad's side. I, too, find myself as an outlier of sorts. I enjoy rocking the boat and ruffling feathers to get people uncomfortable. I love a good conversation that pushes my beliefs so I can question where I stand on things. I love me some bright, hot pink. I am a fan of Eastern traditions. I believe in essential oils, herbs, and energies, and I believe in respecting the earth. InStyle magazine had an article, so what is a witch? Well, we are actually pretty much the same as everyone, except we see situations with a dimensional lens that helps us to understand the world on a deeper level. First things first, anyone can be a witch. Some people are born into mystical families while others have natural abilities, but we are all magical at heart. Being a witch also requires a few things. Being one with nature, seeing matters with an open mind and healing others. We are seers of truth and givers of wisdom and nurturers of earth and those who inhabit it. We are high vibe peeps who want to make the world a better place not cauldron-stirring troublemakers like the infamous Sanderson sisters. So, connecting with nature. We never take Mother Earth for granted. We show love for all living things, flowers, plants, animals, and other humans. Connecting with ancestors and spirits. As a witch, it is important to connect with one's personal ancestors. I am a believer in the importance of doing family history work. Just like understanding, getting to know and finding common ground with my great grandmother nine times over, I can find great strength in understanding who I am. When we connect to the stories and heritage of our ancestors, it can bring greater purpose to life. Maybe we have found a pioneer ancestor. My family um, came through the Willie Martin Handcart Company. And the love story that we like to tell is my mom's side was part of the group that was stranded in street- Sweetwater, and my dad's side was the side that did the rescuing. Or maybe it's just fun knowing that Princess Diana is my eighth cousin twice removed. Cool, huh? Elvis? Yep, seventh cousin twice removed, which is closer than Marilyn Monroe being my seventh cousin three times removed. Here in North Dakota, Teddy Roosevelt is a big deal. He is my eighth cousin, five times removed. And a little more witchy would be Anne Franklin, who was the first female newspaper editor. Her and I are third cousins, nine times removed. And I say witchy because she definitely had to ruffle some feathers to accomplish becoming the first female newspaper editor in 1736. So much history and heritage. Someone could really find an identity latching onto this information. I also see a strength in knowing who our ancestors are. It's like having um, like a favorite aunt, one that you didn't grow up with, but you've heard their stories and you are in awe. I was just telling a group of women about an experience I had recently where I really felt the collective power of my female ancestors, and it was so powerful. All right, cleansing our bodies, minds, and hearts. Witches are sensitive to the vibration of others. Therefore, it's easy to pick up on situations and matters that others don't notice. Are you one that can read a room? You can tell how someone is feeling based on their look, happy or sad. Witches also know how to not allow others to disturb their peace. They will not allow that negative energy to disrupt them. Crystals and stones are often associated with witches but i feel like we kind of have that already don't we know what our birthstone is and we like to buy jewelry that has that because whether it represents you know even just the month of our birth or maybe we feel a certain connection to that stone diamonds are typically given to show love and are given as a gesture in a marriage proposal i was gifted a strand of pearls at a certain event that has been handed down generationally in my family and i hold those dear to my heart Okay, healing baths. Who hasn't heard of the benefits of a magnesium soak lately? My friend Ashley, who had me just had me on her podcast recently, gave me her recipe of two cups of Epsom salt to a half a cup of baking soda. She even puts in a few drops of lavender oil, but I'm sure you can add whatever oil you're needing at the time. So relaxing i also love buying a mix that has different herbs maybe rose petals etc that make my bath feel so much more luxurious some people even take milk baths have you ever done a shower steamer Those come as like a disc that you put in the bottom of your shower, and then as the water hits it, it releases and kind of steams up with the different um, scents that um, can give and offer different properties. A lot of times, these are more for aromatherapy, but can also be really good to use to like open your sinuses, or um, some come with like an energizing effect, or maybe you need something at the end of the day that has more of a calming effect. Some people will even hang eucalyptus or lavender from their shower head. Witches are all about food and spices. Do you have that favorite food or drink that just hits the soul differently? Let me tell you, an ice cold Mexican Coke from a glass bottle just hits differently, doesn't it? Or a cup of hot chocolate on a cold, snowy morning. My favorite dish from Caraba's Chicken Brian or the Chicken Piccata from the Cheesecake Factory oh, always gets me doing the happy dance. You know the one, your shoulders shake and happy dance. Mm-mm-mm. Love my food. Food has always been seen as a healer. Many drinks pro- have provided warmth and healing. Um, when one of us was diagnosed with high cholesterol, we ate more Cheerios and oatmeal before we wanted to start a prescription. Low iron, UTIs, need to add more fiber to your diet. Yep, you can find all that in different foods. Low in vitamins and minerals. How can you add that through your diet? I like to make a hot toddy for a cough syrup, having gut issues, more fermented foods. What do we think people did for thousands of years before modern medicine? Jared and I were just talking the other night about what our favorite ice creams are. And he said, I can't remember what yours is called. It's just that, you know, the chocolate kind that you girls always get when you're on your period. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely the chocolate ice cream we get when we're on our periods. It just helps. I don't know why it helps. There are also a whole list of foods that are considered aphrodisiacs to help get you and your partner in the mood. Foods that are supposed to instigate labor. There are certain foods and drinks that soothe, heal, calm, energize, and treat illnesses. I am a fan of tinctures. We have used them for many different reasons. I even just came across one called Howling at the Moon. How witchy is that? I mean, it's for sleep support, but I love the witchiness of it. Meditation. I have come a long way in learning to appreciate the art of meditation. It is so hard to just be still. But haven't we heard that since we were little? Be still and know that I am God? Or be still my soul? One of my favorite things in school was when the teacher would have us, you know, lay down on the floor, ground, or we would sit crisscross applesauce, and then the teacher would start to identify all the parts of our body, you know, starting at our head and working its way down to our toes or vice versa. And they would use the soothing tone and acknowledge every part and would work their way, you know, up or down again. How does that feel? What are you doing? Well, it wasn't until recently, yes, I am not slow, <laughs> that I realized we were opening our awareness. We were taking stock as to how we are feeling physically and emotionally. Now, when I do meditation, it is easier to take that scan and know where I am coming from. I love a guided meditation that focuses your thoughts on a purpose, a purpose that will guide my thoughts to a specific issue or problem that I may be working through at the time. Before realizing this, I, and I'm sure like many, could not get out of my own thoughts. I'm a list maker, and as things came to me, I wanted to be able to write them down, because obviously, they must be so important if that's when I'm feeling that inspiration, right? I'd get wiggly, and I'm thinking, ah, is, it, is the time up yet? And I thought meditation meant sit there, legs folded, saying om, and I just couldn't get into it. I've had people tell me how to do the hold your breath for so many counts, let it out for so many counts, just let your thoughts float through and don't get stuck on any yada yada yada. Well, at a JFF retreat a few years ago, I was introduced to Julie Larson, and Julie was there offering guided meditations. She may never know the impact she had on me. (laughs) I think that was probably the first time that I actually took it seriously. It took me a bit to get into it but I could not get enough of her soothing tone. Her words were so empowering, and she offered just the right balance of things to ponder, as well as nothingness to just let our thoughts be still. And that would help ground us. Okay, affirmations. Have you seen a little girl on the counter in the bathroom? Like she's been on YouTube and TikTok and all the, you know, short clip type of things. Um, if you want to Google her, she's Jessica's Daily Affirmation. And she's like up on that counter. I can do anything. I like my school. I like my dad. I like my hair. I can do anything good. I'm better than ever- anyone. And I just love that confidence. I love that she is starting so young. So good job to her parents. Also, even Snoop Dogg has gotten into the game. I don't know if you know that he has like a preschool YouTube channel or something, but Google Snoop Dogg Doggyland affirmations, and he has an unbelievable affirmation on there. Um, it's kind of the sing-songy. He says it, then they repeat it. There was no one better to beat than myself. No one better to beat than myself. Today is going to be an amazing day. He goes on saying, "My feelings matter. I get better every single day. I choose to feel happy. My family loves me so much." I care about others. I learn from my mistakes. Are those not the things that we want to be have running through our heads daily or throughout the day? Wouldn't that be awesome if that's how we're raising our children or knowing people that struggle? Wouldn't that be awesome if we could point them in a direction where they could get some of those positive affirmations to really hit them inside? We were at a game night the other night, and the gentleman sitting next to me, okay, gentlemen, <laughs> he is my son's age, but he is a gentleman nonetheless. <laughs> he had um, a list of affirmations on a paper tucked under his phone case. I'm like, what is that? And he let me take a look at them. And I thought, that is such an awesome reminder. He will see that all the time. I mean, when do we not have our phones with us? And he will have that constant reminder of that list reminding him of those truths years ago, I had a mentor. Yes, years. I mean, before I was married years ago. And she was sharing how she was at her friend's room and while the friend was getting ready in the bathroom. And so one day she's over there and she noticed there was a piece piece of paper on her nightstand. And she said, Hey, what is this? And the friend replied, Oh, those are just my affirmations. If I say it enough, I start to believe it about myself. So my friend is reading through the list and gets to the line. I love having sex with my husband. (laughs) hey, any affirmation works, right? Whatever it takes. Setting intentions and manifestations will help us focus on what is most important to us. It will help guide our objectives and help define what we want to bring into fruition. So are you a good witch or a bad witch? There's a little witch in all of us. Or maybe you don't relate as a witch at all. Maybe you are a wild woman. From the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves by Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, Within every woman there lives a powerful force filled with good instincts, passionate creativity, and ageless knowing. She is the wild woman who represents the instinctual nature of women. Dawn Elizabeth wrote an article for WildSimpleJoy.com, which is a body, mind, spirit lifestyle website. <clears throat> and she references this book. And also the wild woman archetype. If you're not familiar with the female archetypes and you are into, you know, the personality type quizzes, Enneagram, color code, love language, you know, those kind of things, then I would highly recommend looking into it. So I'm going to take from some of her notes, um, all about the wild woman, a wild woman may be feeling a call to release their inhibitions and live a more free spirited way. She is someone who lets her emotions flow like a river, is picky with her friends, but is also very protective of them and rejects the rules of the patriarchal society that we live in. She says the wild woman is curious. You love asking questions. She is wary of social conditioning. You respectfully decline to entertain and are very aware and skeptical of others' expectations of you. The wild woman loves Lives her life boldly. You love something that is outside mainstream culture and you don't care what others think. You have a passion for life, living joy and pleasure. The wild woman has a pure sense of belonging. You know who your true friends are. You stand up for yourself and others loudly when necessary, and you actively spend time lifting others up. The wild woman loves her body. You are lusciously unashamed of your body. You know when you need to stop and rest. You know yourself in and out, including your flaws. And you know how to grieve and rage when it is necessary. I've just discovered rage therapy, and wow, is that powerful. (laughs) Okay, the wild woman embraces the cycles of life. You know what it means to return to yourself. You relish experiencing the turning of the seasons. You have experienced an awakening at least once in your life. The wild woman is creative. You may have many creative hobbies and interests. The wild woman follows her instincts above all else. Your instincts always tell you when something is wrong. You listen to your bad girl because you know that she has a lot to teach you. When you go through this list or signs of what a wild woman is, I hope you see yourself there. Being a wild woman is a true gift in today's world. It's challenging to be so acutely aware of yourself and your world, but it is so worth it. Embrace your wild side. Okay, before we go, I want to announce our traditions challenge. I will be giving away a $150 Amazon gift card to be announced on the November 21st episode of the Midlife Chaos podcast, where we will be talking all about traditions. So to enter, you have to one, like this post, like go to any of the socials and like the post, post your tradition and tag a friend. Or two, follow any of my socials. If you're not following them, each follow will get you a separate entry. And three, if you're already a VIP member in the Facebook group, you've already got an entry for that. So I want to hear what all of your traditions are, the funny, the sentimental, all of them, whether they were traditions you did as a kid in your family that you either do still or miss them and wish you did them traditions that you had as your own family. Maybe you have traditions at work or with groups of friends. I want to hear the traditions that maybe you're creating new ones in this new phase of life. You're empty nesting. And so maybe you and your partner are doing things differently now. So, I want to hear all about your traditions. And then um, on the 21st, we will be going over everybody's traditions. If you um, are kind of shy posting them on social media, send me a separate message and you can share it that way. Or if you don't want me sharing your tradition on the podcast, let me know so that I don't embarrass you or, um, you know, put something out there that you're not comfortable with. But go ahead and Uh, like the post, post your tradition and tag a friend and then follow all the socials so that you can get entered into the drawing for a $150 Amazon gift card. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Midlife Chaos. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. I sure would appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you want to see what else we are up to, check out my Instagram at The Midlife Chaos or join our Facebook group, Midlife Chaos VIPs.